Hello everyone, welcome to the first episode of How We Grow. I am so excited to be doing this and even more excited that you're joining me to discover what growth means to different people and even what it may mean to you. In this episode, I will be talking about what growth means to me and what prompted this sprout, if you may put it that way, and various other things that encourage intentional growth. And of course, shout out to Waterboy for the music. All right then, let's jump into it. I've been wanting to do a podcast for the longest time. I think the earliest record I have of me desiring to do a podcast was 2016. And I have been sitting on that idea because I never knew exactly what I wanted to share. And come 2019, I was still kind of fleshing out what it would be and trying to understand exactly what to do. But then something happened that prompted the release of this podcast. So in this episode, I will be talking about my journey of intentional growth. And it's more of a personal development journey and it involves travel, finding love for myself, finding trust for myself, you know, finding joy in grief and also finding family in different parts of the world. So, I personally believe that people can achieve growth through various ways and it can actually take a very long process. And for me, I have realized that I can grow when I travel and (laughs) I actually grow even more when I meet new people and try different things that are totally out of my comfort zone. And I can say that I really saw growth in me in 2019 because of the different experiences that I went through. So I lost my father at the end of 2018, and a few months into 2019, I lost my eldest sister. And that was a very difficult time for me because you have these two people that you dearly love, and suddenly they leave. You know, all the plans and ideas that you had, all the things that you planned to achieve with them, you wouldn't see them really come to fruition. I had the opportunity to go to my father's funeral because I have such a good community that supported me during that time. As an international student in the US, I couldn't just manage to get up and go and bid farewell to my father in Zambia because I had not financially planned for that. So my church family, my friends and you know close family really came through for me and i am forever grateful for that gesture so after bidding farewell to my father i came back to school and a few months later my sister left as well and that just did me in you know it had me in knots i just couldn't do it anymore (laughs) it just didn't make any sense so it was that type of you know moment where you roll your eyes at life because that was exactly what I was doing and my birthday was coming up soon and I was just like okay what am I going to do how am I going to celebrate this and all of these things so I decided to book a trip I was going to take the savings that I had and book myself tickets to visit places that I was wanting to visit for a long time 
So that's how I found myself traveling in the summer of 2019. Some of my friends argued that I was being an escapist, that I didn't want to face what was happening to me. But I believe it was at that moment that I realized that my grieving process can actually be, can be very different from the expected norm. I realized that I could do it differently and do it on my terms that I could grieve in places that I chose to be in, places that were very beautiful and celebratory. You know, seeing beautiful beaches, hiking up grand mountains, seeing endless red desert, and, you know, doing all those typical touristy things. So in all this planning, one thing I learned is that it's really hard sometimes to make the difference between other people's expectations and what you want. Because some people said <laughs> that I would lose my toes and you know come back with one kidney or one lung. I would wake up with an eyeball missing, you know, all these different things happening. You name it, you know. But that's to be expected when you're seeking growth, when you're seeking change. When, when you're seeking something that's different from your current situation, people will usually reflect their fears on you. And if you're not careful, you will be paralyzed and do nothing. So I decided to go to Thailand and visit parts of the country, such as Bangkok, of course, uh, Pichet, Chaya, Phuket, Koh Tao, uh, Chiang Mai, and I also visited Jordan because I've always wanted to see the Dead Sea, Petra, Wadi Rum, and all the different parts of the country because it has so much history. I basically just wanted to be Dora the Explorer for a little bit. <laughs> and it's been one of the best gifts I have ever given myself. Now, one of my best memories of going to Thailand was attending a silent retreat. Yes, a retreat where you're very silent, you don't say a word. And it was a very different experience for me because in my culture, when you're grieving, it's encouraged that you express yourself by doing very vibrant um, <laughs> expressions, I would say. You know, like screaming and yelling, yelping, you know, just to have this outward expression of your anguish. And of course, this has to be done in appropriate places such as the funeral house or the gravesite, not just anywhere. But after going through that experience with my father, I decided I should do something different after my sister passed. I decided to be silent and try to process everything in that manner. So at this retreat, we didn't have any communication with the outside world. And this meant that we wouldn't be with our cell phones, no laptops, and even talking to each other, especially the, the fellow uh, retreatees. So the only form of uh, communication really was kind of like gesturing, especially during our charges. My charge was to sweep and mop a corridor, but halfway through the retreat, I found myself uh, sweeping leaves because I took up another charge. And the only opportunity we were given to speak was talking to facilitators for 15 minutes a day 
and after that you would have to be silent <laughs> and it was a very scheduled time there because we would wake up very early in the morning around 4 a.m and we had to be in bed by 9 p.m and uh, we did this for 10 days it was a 10-day retreat and we would have two plant-based meals every day so kind of a lit breakfast and a lit lunch and would have tea in the evenings and sometimes we would go submerge in a hot spring that was nearby so the basic concept of the retreat was us getting to experience the life of a monk um, or a nun, a Buddhist monk or a nun, and they would encourage us to walk around barefooted as well, to be very intentional in our steps, and also find places for meditation. This was a very uh, teaching moment for me because it taught me the importance of sitting still to really untangle my thoughts and really discover what was the meaning of everything that was going on within and around me. You know, all of these experiences pointed me to the theory of post-traumatic growth. So in this theory of post-traumatic growth uh, that I've come across in my studies of public health, and also because I have an inclination to mental health, it, it's helped me understand that there's a kind of transformation or growth that comes after people have experienced some kind of trauma. It points to how people who are willing and open to new experiences after trauma develop new understandings of who they are, new understandings of the world that they live in, and also how they can relate to other people. And in that, they have a clearer vision of what they want their future to be like and how they want to live their life as well. So it brings clarity and more knowledge and awareness of where you are as an individual and where you want to be after that experience. And I kid you not, there has been so much change in me. I have seen a lot of appreciation for life and I have seen so much joy, new possibilities, um, personal strength as well. And also the biggest change I've seen is how I relate to people. I think my big lesson so far has been releasing people from my life. Yes, cutting off people. <laughs> and the, the bigger lesson I have seen also is to accept when I have been released from somebody's life. And of course, that's when somebody cuts you off from their life. And this happens with people around us. I mean, our friends cut us off or we lose our jobs. We go through breakups. You know, so much release is happening around. And this can cause trauma. You know, these experiences can cause trauma. So how do we react to that? How do we respond? So before I would probably cry and beg or crawl to try and stay in someone's life or try to keep a situation the way it is. But now it's more of, okay, this has happened. How do I gracefully get released or release this person or situation without making a scene? And the biggest lesson I have been learning is really reading the room. Listen, 
There is so much peace that comes from reading a room. It helps with understanding what people want and what they don't want, you know, their intentions, motivations. So basically just being attentive to the feelings and the needs and also the thoughts of the people around us without them saying anything. And I also learned from this experiences that people can be really, really kind. So one example I can give is one of the landladies in Thailand uh, let me ride her motorcycle, which I eventually crashed. <laughs> but the thing that really threw me off was she was very gracious about the situation and even refused my offer to have it repaired. And another example is I missed my flight in Jordan to return to the U.S., and a family housed me for the evening and helped me catch my next flight out. You know, it was very humbling to be invited in homes to stay, eat, sleep, and share stories. Though half the time, I really didn't know what was happening or being said because I didn't understand Thai or Arabic. But it was very humbling to have people pouring love into you even if they have just met you for the first time and you look so different, you act so different, your culture is totally out of the world for them and you believe in totally different things from what they believe in. It was simply a beautiful human experience. And yes, we need to be aware of our surroundings and be so in tune with ourselves, trust ourselves to pay attention because not everyone has good intentions towards us. I bumped into people who were very passive-aggressive, racist, and really rude, very unkind. But when you want to see change, when you want to see growth, resistance and hurt is to be accepted and very much expected. And now I can safely say that I have a home in Thailand, Ukraine, Algeria, Bangladesh, Brazil, Ecuador, Jordan, <laughs> Spain, Australia, you know, France, and many other different places because I met these incredible people on this journey of intentional growth. And I believe that all these people that I met know that they have a home wherever I am. So why am I sharing this? I'm sharing this because there is so much goodness in the world. And yes, there is so much hurt, push and pulling, and everything else happening around us. But if we can come as an individual and say that I want to see progress and I want to experience something new, we need to become very self-aware and be intentional about that growth. It is only that we, we can see that in ourselves, that we can be better and you know do better to to see that progression and i say progression because i feel like everyone has got room for growth we are not perfect beings if i should say that you know my uh journey in the summer of 2019 propelled my intentional growth and that was very different for me because before I was really living on autopilot, you know, I was really going with where life was taking me in a sense, and I wasn't really very specific and directional with where I wanted 
to go. And quite recently, uh, a friend of mine kind of negated that idea because she told me, she said, you know what, you actually have a strength in you and you actually had that strength in you, even if you didn't see it then. You said to yourself, you were like, okay, I am not going to sit here and cry. I would rather sit over there and cry while eating tom yum and massive. And it's that strength that says I can actually go celebrate my father and I can celebrate the life of my sister and celebrate myself and my life because I'm turning a certain age and be joyous in this traumatic experience. And I never looked at it in that way until she pointed it out. So everything that we need to grow is really inside us. We just need to become aware and set that intention, have that purpose to see where you want to be in the next phase of your life. I did not intend to go meet people from various places, make friends, and have homes in different countries. My intention was to go grief, but there was so much um, reward for me grieving in a place that was different and trying something new. It has helped me be extended and also expand my territory. It also just points to the importance of us saying to ourselves, you know, with whatever I have in my hand right now, I can actually move from this place that I don't want to be and we move to another place, which is a better place. And this is not just like for our mental sanity or our spiritual growth or financial growth or whatever growth you want to experience, but it's also just to make you a better human being because you get to see how other people do life. I believe every person has room to grow, like I mentioned before, and that's what helped us progress. You know, it's a very amazing place to be in, to fully understand, to say, okay, I can get up today and there's something new that I can learn. I can get up today and I can make an impact in one way, shape, or form. You know, I am a work in progress, but I can do all kinds of things. I can be loving. I can be enriching. I can pour life into another person. I can be here and be present and be impactful because I have seen growth. So that is the core purpose of this podcast, to speak with people who have the intention of upgrading a specific area of their life. Also people who have grown specific areas of their lives and have seen progression in how they have been navigating life. People who have made an impact by being purposeful and deliberate. I want to have conversations with different people from different areas talking about different things so that we can learn on how people can be in a place of purpose, in a place of intention, in a place of, yes, I am here and I can have a better vision, better vision as well for myself and others of bettering my community, of making an impact and seeing growth. So I hope in this podcast, we are going to learn more about that and also each other. 
also join me for more episodes on how we grow many thanks to waterboy for the music and before you leave please remember to subscribe on spotify apple podcasts and google podcasts and follow the podcast on social media at how we grow today all right get out there and experience your growth you have been in conversation with me come back on how we grow catch you later